Okay. So y'all already know, man. Y'all already know that we've got a group of people who are now going to be trolling the Minnesota page like crazy. And like, I'm (laughs) some people are not a fan. Some people are a fan. I get it. I get it. It's all good though. It's all good. Um, Big win, really big win for for Michigan. Plus twenty five, and kind of like the last game, it wasn't really that close. Minnesota had eight points through the first twelve minutes, and they ended up scoring twenty three more over the next eight minutes. But I believe Michigan was kind of like lightning, was like lighting up on them. Um, but eight points in the first twelve, I believe it was like a thirty one to eight. I believe they were plus twenty three at one point. Um, really impressive. Uh, I'm gonna get a couple guys in here. Let me get a couple guys in here. Uh, hey, what's up, man? Hey, coach, man. I'm very impressed with tonight, man. Yeah, that I, was a good I, win. That was a really good win. I'm looking at Hunter, man. He had 28 points. Eight rebounds on 12 for 15. He's so efficient. Free throws, four for four. Man, mm-hmm. I'm so impressed with Jawan It helps Howard. having a big dude who can shoot free throws. Man, fact, it helps so much, man. Facts, not emotions. Because this team is dangerous just because I feel like when you have guard play and your bigs play good like this, you become dangerous come tournament time. I know they might have a couple of hiccups just because the Big Ten is so good. But the way they established themselves right now, we might be able to afford a couple of hiccups and still win the Big Ten outright at the end of the season, the way they're playing right now. For sure, for sure. And and they are coming off of back-to-back games where uh, they're playing teams who they would probably even say have overachieved. Um, Minnesota, Northwestern, you know, they were picked probably being like the bottom four or five. Um, and there are – Northwestern was, I believe, like 13th. I'm not sure where Minnesota was. But you're looking at two teams who have started out the year very, very strong. And um, they kind of got some reality <laughs> put back to them in these last two games. Um, their defense, man. Their defense is so overwhelming, so overwhelming. And I think and it's, it's underrated defense too. I think people, I think yeah. people is misjudging how athletic they is. They don't look as athletic, but mm-hmm. I think teams playing them and misjudging them almost like playing football. And you see, they they faster than we thought they was, right? Because they don't have guys who are really overly athletic. You know what I mean? Like Livers is athletic, north and south. Uh, I will say Shandy fits that mold, but Franz doesn't pass the eye test. Mike Smith doesn't. Eli Brooks doesn't. Um, Hunter sure doesn't. I wish but, Wagner could have finished that dunk just for it. Dun dun Oh <laughs> man, I would have went nuts. I would have went nuts. I would have went nuts. He almost got him too, but he had to do that though. He had to do it. He had to do it. And a part of that is because it was on Robbins. If he had gone to lay it up. Robbins would have pinned it against the glass or just thrown it somewhere. So that's good on him, man. That's good and on I, him. And I'm just been impressed this whole season. I credit to Jerron Howard is the positioning and finishing at the rim this year, going up 
hard, dunking the ball instead of trying to lay it up, solve you. I hate when big men turn around and just try to lay it up. But yeah. our, I'm very impressed how guards is getting them in the spots and everything, just being efficient all around. And just I think this year I finally get to see his full offense and see, okay, this is our system. You go exactly. You go exactly. Exactly. And the the part about that is that it's not so like in previous years, the point guard was the focal point and they initiated almost everything. But on this team, the initiation can come from three or four different people. And that's and I think that's the most dangerous thing is because guys just can't hide. You know, if you don't want, because in previous years, if you don't want one of your players to be in the pick and roll defense, you just put them on uh, either the four or the two, and usually you're in good shape. I but agree. When you're in a situation where anyone could be in that pick and roll, like you can't hide. And the fa- you know what and, I mean. And I love that. I agree with everything you said on that. And the fact I'm loving like the third option, like Livers. Because Loki have these off nights. He's not even having, like, I feel like off nights. But the fact we not count on him. not And I love Beeline, mm-hmm. too. But I feel like if if this was, like, Beeline offense, I feel like we would have been counting on Rivers so heavy to score that 15-plus points every night. And that's not the right. case with this offense and stuff. It's like, it spread the wealth around. Even Wagner, he had a chance to come over. He had a chance to come over. Come on, like gradually come around slowly. We, even though he was in the slump and stuff, he came around slowly and it didn't affect us at all. Exactly, exactly, man. Uh, we have another speaker request, Dennis. Thank, thank you so much for uh hopping on, man. I appreciate it. Okay, I'll see you if hopefully football news soon. <laughs> I got <you>. yeah, bet. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> Okay. All right. So we got, um, we got, uh, let's see, the 25 point game, Hunter, 28 and 8, 12 for 15. He was going up against uh, Liam Robbins, who has been very tough on the interior. Then on the flip side, they also played very good defense on Robbins. Robbins had, what, five points and four rebounds. He was two for nine. Two for He's seven feet tall, and he was two for nine. So they were being very physical with him on the uh, interior as well. And they were giving him fits. Marcus Carr had fits. He had, what, 14 points on 16 shots? Let me see if, okay. What's up? Yeah. Oh. All right, that guy's weird. Zach, what's up, man? Hey, I was wondering what you thought about uh, Brandon Johns when he plays the five and how he does. I like it. I mean, I've said before where it adds an it just adds another level. Uh it it just gives you it gives the team a different look. So they're not coming in with a goofy big. You know, they're coming in with a versatile big. It gives the team another tempo. 
whether it's defensive transition or offensive transition, it gives you more burst versatility on both ends to where he can switch on one end. He can rim protect as well. Um, and then on the, then on the offensive end, uh, he's going to gig, he's going to give you some range, some ball handling. Um, I like it. And he played well tonight too. Yeah. Do you think though, when Austin Davis is back that he should get the back of five minutes or you think they should still no. go John? No, I think that you should still go with Johns and I think that you should go with Austin, uh, in situations where he's needed, like against Travion Williams, uh, like against Zach Eady at Purdue, who's like seven four, uh, against um, who else is Iowa. out there, man? Iowa. Um, yeah, not with Luca Garza. He could shoot the ball now. He's 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 making two to three threes a game. He'll get hurt. Um, but you're looking at guys teams like uh, Kofi Coburn as well. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. um, I just think unless the situation calls for him. I think Johns has to be that secondary five uh, and, and also the secondary four behind Livers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. No problem, man. Thanks thanks for uh, thanks for hopping in. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see. All right, we're going to go with uh, Pranjal first and then Rob. Hey, man. Uh, doing all right, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. Yeah, great game. Um, quick question for you. I'm curious to think, like, looking ahead on the schedule, what Big Ten team do you think presents probably, like, the biggest matchup problem for Michigan? The next one. Yeah, the next one. The next one, and that's going to be Wisconsin. Um, the Penn State game, if you guys don't know, that got postponed due to um, the COVID outbreak that's going on there. I'm not sure if it's one person or a couple people, but I believe it's a Tier 1 uh, infection. So, um, that game has been postponed. So they have Wisconsin and I believe that's at home in six days. I believe that's a Tuesday is the 12th of Tuesday. Can someone check that for me? Um, I just know it's on the, it's on the 12th. I think it is. No, the 12th. Yeah. is a Tuesday. Yep. Yep. Just, just check. Yeah. So I think Wisconsin poses, um, another level of tough because they have two very good guards in Davison and Demetri Trice. Those guys, in my opinion, I said this, I think they're the best backcourt in the league. Um, and I know with AO, he's probably the best guard, but I think the best, the, the best set of guards in the league is going to be Wisconsin. Then you have guys like Micah Potter and Nate Reavers down low, uh, two guys who are basically stretch fours, but they're both about around 6'10", 6'11". So that's going to pose a lot of issues for um, guys like Livers if they have to guard him on the block. They're going to post up Mike Smith too. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting because Demetri Trice is more dynamic. So you would think Eli Brooks would guard him. If that's the case, they will post Davison on Mike Smith. So that's going to pose, um, that's going to pose uh, some issues. I think that Wagner will have an advantage against Aleem Ford, who is about 6'8". But, I mean, I would say Wisconsin, man, the next game is going to be, is going to be interesting. The spread may be in Michigan's favor, but it's 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 not going to be more than four, five points. It should be a good game. 
Totally. I mean, I from a defense perspective too. It's just like I didn't realize Mike Smith had like that lateral quickness. I mean, just felt like he was able to keep his as a defender, just keep his guy in front of him all the time. He wasn't really getting blown by at all. Right. Exactly. And I think he was. Uh, who was he guarding more today? He was guarding Kalsha, right? For the most part, I think he was guarding Kalsha for the most part. Um, Kalsha about six three, six four, but uh, didn't look to post him. Um, and he's more of like a shooter, not really going to go off the bounce like Marcus Carr. But Demetri Trice and Brad Davison, they could both put it on the uh, deck, and they're very, um, they're very electric from the the uh, three point line as well. So then, I mean, if they're going to try and exploit defensive matchups, do you think Michigan's pl- going to play more of his zone next game? I don't think they're going to, and I'll, and they and they can't. I think they're going to still play man to man, and they'll be solid. I think you'll see, you know, more of uh, uh, you're going to see see uh, uh, Shandy's going to be very important. Shandy's going to be very very important, man, um, in this game. If they just keep doing what they're doing. They should be fine. They should be fine. But it's going to be interesting to see how Michigan counters offensively, honestly. Uh, Because Wisconsin, their interior defense, historically, uh, they don't bail you out. They don't foul you. They really force – they really make the offense work. And that's how they play the the entire game. And they're tough as nails. Yeah, totally. Appreciate letting me uh, talk, Ant. Thank you. Thank you, man. Sam, what's up? You there? Hello? What's up, Sam? Oh, what up? Hey, I was just, uh, I mean, obviously, I mean, we killed Minnesota, uh, you know, up 37 at one point. Um, but, you know, I think... I, I think the big takeaway that from this game is just, like, how good Hunter's been on the defensive side. Because, I mean, I've like, the big testament was Robbins. And, I mean, he's kind of just passed the whole can, how can he score in the post. But the way he uh, defends without fouling, I think, I don't know if you agree, but I mean, the big question was his conditioning and what we were going to – and if he was going to get a foul trouble. But he has the way. He doesn't go for every block. Like, I think in the beginning of the games, he, he began. Now he's going straight up without fouling, and it's so big to have a, a yeah. guy who a big who doesn't foul. So I was wondering, that was my biggest takeaway, because, I mean, we played good, but Minnesota also just played, like, embarrassingly bad. Like, they had a, you know, they they just didn't play good at all. Um, but I was wondering what your biggest takeaway from Honestly, I don't think they just, like, crapped the bed. Uh, I think Minnesota... I mean, they they struggled to score the ball. Like, at okay, so at one point, I believe with several minutes left in the game, Minnesota had three assists for the yeah. whole game. That tells you one thing. That means that we're cutting off passing lanes, we're making life hell, and we're making mm-hmm. them play one-on-one. Yeah, no, I, I, I think we – I mean, I think we've – substantially improved on defense since the beginning of the year. I wasn't saying that like, we we played bad. I just meant right. like like it was a great game for us, but I think like I I don't think that if Minnesota played up to its full potential we beat them by like 35 just cuz that you know it's hard to do in the Big 10. 
but I was just wondering, like, right. to the little thing. Like, well, they didn't like, really I, let I Minnesota do what they do. Like, yeah, they did was, not let yeah, Minnesota do what they do, and that is the biggest part, bunch, and that's a part of scouting. Up, they forced a bunch of tough mid-range, mid-range isolation shots, and Carr never even yeah. really got going. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he tried I, though. That was he the, tried. I mean, yeah, he did. Eli he put up is 16. such a defender. People who yeah. say Eli's a role player need to just watch. He shuts down every guard that we go that goes up. We go up against. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Him and Shondi were really good tonight. We're really yeah, Shandy, good tonight. Isaiah was pretty active too. Uh, he jumped. He jumped some passing lanes. I haven't seen him do in a minute. A lot of deflections. Got a lot yeah. of deflections. For sure. And I, I really like Brandon's minutes at the five. He played really well today. Yeah. It gives the team another wrinkle to just hoop yeah. with, man. I, like I, wish they, I wish they would run some pick and pops with him, though, because he, I mean, he has that, but, you know, he was doing that last year a little bit. I just, that that's like the next element that if we can add that, that backup unit is going to be so nice. But, yeah, I, I mean, great game overall. Just awesome. Yeah. So they. They have done a little bit of pick and pop. This this past game, though, they did a a pick and a short roll. So a short roll, he's not popping and he's not diving. He's okay. rolling to about ten to twelve feet, right? That little he had from the corner. Yeah. So they they did that against Northwestern, and they hit and they hit him, and he made it right against mm-hmm. Minnesota. The guy stayed with Brandon. And it allowed Mike to get an easy layup. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, they did do it, but like they also countered that as well too. Right. Yeah. No. I mean, Juwan. I mean, he, yeah. The he. You're breaking up there. The, and I, I don't know how sad he doesn't. You're breaking up, man. Sam, you there? All right, I think, I think we lost Sam. Uh, we're going to get Adam in here and then uh, Travis next. <laughs> What's up, Adam? Hey, how's it going? Is this fun? I'm having fun with this. Like, this is it's awesome. It's a lot of fun. Watch. It's a lot of fun, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah. This team is so deep. Like, this is really special to watch, in my opinion. But, <laughs> um,. I think it's like what were you, what was your takeaway with um within like the um with the guard play with um Smith and Brooks? Do you feel like they improved at all in this game? Um, they were pretty much the same. Uh, yeah. uh, they were very very solid, and um, you know Brooks did Brooks was very good defensively, and I think Mike was aggressive in the right and the in the right points. Uh, I will say this though. Uh, in the last, in the last three or four minutes of the first half, um, our guard play was abysmal. Was very very bad. I want to say in the last like two twenty six. I want to say the last two twenty six. Uh, I think we we're up by twelve, and I feel like when Mike came out, Brooks and Shondi, um, that was a rough two twenty six, and that was why they they went on on an 8-2 run in that short in that short time uh, because we had guys who were doing things that they weren't used to doing. Um, but, yeah, overall, defensively, on 
on car. Outside of those two twenty six, I mean, they had that dude locked up. Yeah, absolutely. I thought I thought um, Smith played a great game on the the defensive end, honestly. Oh yeah, he was he was much better than he has been. He's finally like using his quickness to his advantage and not just being. He's not overthinking it either, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Can you give your thoughts on the Michigan State Rutgers game? Yeah, man. So that was an ugly game. Yeah, that absolutely. Was an ugly game by both teams, and but they also outlasted them too. You know, I, Rutgers had what like thirteen points in the first like fifteen minutes or something. They were like over from three. They were like shooting like. 20% from the free throw line or something crazy. Uh, that's the worst I've seen Rutgers play um, since Peichel has been there. Like, they had no energy at all whatsoever. And I think Michigan State's defense picked up, too. Yeah. Big time. I also saw during that period, um, I believe in the first half, it was Michigan State had, like, a in the teens turnover number. And was that just because of uh, the guard play, or is that just because of what – like the team, just the a little chemistry. sloppy, just sloppy. Yeah, I think I think both teams were a bit sloppy, waiting for the other to punch the other in the mouth. Um, it was just a weird game, you know what I mean? It was a very very weird game, weird weird yeah, absolutely. game. So like, so you're talking about Michigan State. So I have an, an, an announcement for you guys. Yeah, Twitter doesn't even know this, but I am going to be at the Purdue Michigan State game uh, to be. Uh, an analyst on some like Randy uh, on some radio syndicated thing, so that should be a lot of fun. Congrats on that! Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks, man. That should be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Um, I'm not sure. I'm I'm pretty sure it's like blacked out in Michigan. Um, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. I think it's blacked out in Michigan because the rights belong to someone else. Um, uh, but that should be a lot of fun. That should be a lot of fun. Yeah, it sounds like a really good time. I yeah, it should be fun. I, now I have to watch more more uh, Purdue <laughs> to make sure I know what I'm talking about. You know? I think so. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I, I know a few of the guys, like you know, like Brandon Newman and Stefanovic and uh, Edie and Trevion, but I I need to know like guys like you know five through ten, you know. Yeah, absolutely. After Haas left, I'm just like, oh, whatever. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. So, like, I have to, like, know, like, what's going on and all this stuff. But it should be a lot of fun. I'm going to take a video. I'm not going to tell anybody until I take the video and post it. Um, but it, sh- it should be super dope. Yeah, that sounds like a, a fun time. I couldn't even imagine. That. Wow. Congrats yeah, on so, that. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate yeah. it, man. I'm really excited. The wife's excited, so uh, we'll see how that goes. We'll see how all that goes, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right, thanks, yeah. Adam. Yeah, wait, hold on, and can I ask you one more thing? Yep, sure, man. Um, I was talking to this. I was watching this game with my dad. Do you think Michigan is almost like a one-trick pony with um, Mike Smith at point guard? Like, do you think Zeb could hold up his own if um, Smith had to come out or no? If given the opportunity, I think he could. Yeah. Um, but they're not a one-trick pony because Mike Smith isn't the only one who initiates the offense. Like, it could be initiated by three or four guys. And 
that's why it's not really a one-trick pony. Um, Mike helps because he because he's so small and he uses his leverage to get to the cup to either create for guys or lay it in. But you know they have more guys who are who are also driving, and they're not just benefiting off of Mike's drives. They're benefiting off of Brooks' drives. They're benefiting off of Livers' driving and Franz' driving, and they're benefiting off of uh, Hunter's post catches. So it's 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 not just one thing. So it's a multiple different. There's just different levels to it, and right, it's exactly. Just not him. So, yeah. So the so the the team is kind of reacting to whatever the defense gives them. Um, and then, like, getting the ball into the post just changes the game so much for two reasons. One, now the other four guys are playing post, are, like, in a weird situation where they're playing the ball, but they're still guarding a perimeter player is one. Two, they don't see a legit, block scorer anymore and that's from growing up they just don't exist right you know what i mean and Absolutely. even those big gums they they still can't score like that so not only are you playing a a rare player who's a back to the basket guy an efficient one at that but you're also playing defense like the other way like it's so different when the ball is on the block and you're having to keep someone in front of you on the perimeter while minding what's going on behind you. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it, it just adds a whole nother layer that the defense has to worry about. Yeah. Do, do you think that would benefit Michigan against Wisconsin to just open up the floor a little bit more against those bigs? Or? The what now? Oh, do you think um, like having Hunter on the block would benefit Michigan? Uh, just oh, because, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I'm not sure what Wisconsin is going to do in terms of trapping and all that yet, um, but they are very good uh, with interior defense. And whatever they throw at Hunter, um, I'm sure you know Jawan and Hunter will make adjustments throughout the first half and at halftime, of course. Okay. Thank you for that. I appreciate it, and I appreciate the time. No problem, man. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Travis, what's up? Hey, thanks for having me on. And but um, yeah, Michigan looked very good. And obviously, it's Michigan State fans a little concerning right now, especially with um the big mismatch of Dickinson compared to Michigan State's five spot. But that's not. But tonight, I mean, they tried to trap Dickinson a couple times, and like they real quick, they didn't even have time, and he's already going to his left hook, and they couldn't really stop it, and it kind of looked like. Not exposing Robbins, but Robbins looked kind of lost a couple of times. Like Mike Smith driving to the basket, helping off Dickinson and getting easy like easy dunks a couple of times just because of his penetration. But like yeah. it was kind of shocking because of you know that Dickinson you got to stop him, but they kind of just let him go a couple times there. Exactly, and whenever so, like if you're like if if you go back to like towards the the first several minutes of the first half. Remember when Mike beat his guy and then Robbins had to help? Yeah. So the defender who's guarding Mike, you you can't allow that to happen. Whenever there's a blow-by, the defense is totally compromised. So on the blow-by, it now becomes a two-on-one. What do you do? Do you stop a layup from Mike Smith? 
or do you stop or do you have or do you leave your man to make Mike Smith make one more play? You 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 almost have to make Mike Smith make one more play. Or else it's going to be two points either way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they put him in a tough spot because guys were getting beat off the bounce pretty much all game long. And when that happens, people have to rotate and help over. When people have to rotate and help and move, someone's going to be wide open, whether it's for three or whether it's cutting to the basket or it's for an easy dunk. Yeah, and the problem was on those situations was Minnesota couldn't even help the helper because they had no room because it was so quick. He was already inside the elbow going to the basket, so they had no they'd have no time to help on Dickinson at all. And yeah, a, yeah, and a couple times it was where and also it's just impressive how Dickinson is. He gets so deep in the post. I mean, one time when Robbins fell down, he ran the beginning right beginning of the second half. He ran down the floor and got matched up easy matchup on the one of the Minnesota's guards and he had like a two footer. I mean, it was, it's impressive how, and Bardo is talking about how he's reposting and stuff. It's just impressive how ener- energetic the guy is. And for a freshman, it's like one of the most impressive things. Like I'm not that old, obviously, but for like a freshman, it's pretty impressive to see what he's doing right now. Yeah, for sure, man. He is very, he is, he's very solid. He's solid. He is efficient between the ears. Um, he's very mature. And as, you know, Graham Couch knows, he's 20 years old. You know what I mean? But he, um, this game was very impressive. And this is the perfect game for him uh, before playing a team like Wisconsin. I don't think he's ever going to see a defense like what Wisconsin is is about to do um, in about six days. And that's going to be – if if he's able to overcome that, I have zero worries for the rest of this year. None at all whatsoever. Like after watching that Wisconsin Michigan State game, like I'm not like I know Hauser's obviously a different player. Like that that's not even like what I'm talking about. But it was like Kithier had a solid performance against them. Like I'm not really worried about for Michigan Dickinson having a good game. I just think that he's. I think just like really. I mean, obviously it's not now, but I mean Colburn physically could provide the most um, different matchup, especially if Illinois is a like blank potentially. Other spots, but I mean, I just, I don't see how he's gonna struggle. Like he just looks so calm out there, and it's kind of like surprising. It's kind of like I'm sitting there watching. It's like, how are you letting this guy do all this when you know what he can do? Like, how are you letting him go twelve or fifteen? But it's like there's only so much you can do at sometimes. I will say, I will say this: Wisconsin did not come into the Michigan State game with Thomas with how to stop Thomas Kithier. All right. So, so Kithier would have, you know, he's going to get some here and there. If their whole goal was to stop him, he would have been stopped. You know what I mean? So, you know, Kithier was probably, they were probably worried about him maybe seventh or eighth on the roster in in terms of being hurt by. Um, So, so Kithier did have spots where he was open, but he was open for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but you know their 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 main goal is going to be to disallow blowbys because when blowbys happen, that's when shooters are open, Hunter is open as well. So don't allow blow blowbys is one, and don't let Hunter get off. They have a couple guys who are six ten, six eleven. They're small forward. The lean forward is about six eight. So they've so they've got some size and length. And it's going to be very and in, in, very interesting. I can't wait. 
I can't. Yeah, it'll be a good game. And I, I should have reiterated, I meant more kithier just having a good game overall, not just offensively. I mean, of course, gotcha. I mean, if, if you're looking to stop Thomas Kithier in a game, I mean, you're probably going to lose Michigan State, let's be honest, <laughs> if you're trying to stop him. Yeah. But um, if he's your priority. But, um, I mean, like, because, I mean, like, obviously, I mean, you can get maybe get into a rhythm defensively and otherwise if you can pick up on that end and keep staying, like, people were talking about earlier of him staying out of foul trouble, etc. And it was more like, um, I mean, I just think that – it's tough because you can again you can only do so much because if Michigan shooters are shooting the ball like if Vogler's playing the way he's playing and Smith is having seven and six like he did tonight I believe it was stats it, they're tough to guard you can't you gotta be able to you can't just guard Hunter Dickinson and be like oh guaranteed victory because I think I'm not sure I think it was you who said on Twitter the other day that he didn't even play great against Northwestern but he still had 19 I mean it's like right. they 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 killed Northwestern. I mean, they made it look like it wasn't even like it wasn't a basketball game for the first for the last over most of the game, 30 minutes or so. Yeah, he was chilling. He was chilling. And to come out from that game and they showed what they could do against a double team. Then Minnesota comes out and doubles in the very next game and then Hunter hits him for 28 off of what's that? Is that 80% shooting? I mean, that that's tough. That's tough. That is so. That is what happens when a team shows a look, and then you do okay against it. But then Michigan has had a few days to work on that. Now Hunter knows. Okay, when teams do this, this is how I'm gonna attack it. And then maybe Wisconsin throws something at him, and you know he 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 may do okay. But then the next time he'll be good to go so I'm actually glad that teams are trying to readily stop him every single game because that's that that is just going to make him better and it's going to make his teammates that much better as well yeah and I think that I'm talking about Wisconsin's guards I think that if Michigan does lose that game it's going to be because Trice and Davison just outplay Smith and Brooks and Wagner I mean I, I could see Wagner having a poor game this game just because of and especially if he has, like, I mean, Ford on him a couple times, a couple spells once in a while, and obviously, like, Davison or something mm-hmm. like that. But, I mean, I think the guard play is really what separates Wisconsin, even though they have some, like, Potter and Reavers and stuff. They have some good post players, but I think that their guards are could be an issue. But I think, I don't know, it's going to be tough. I mean, obviously, home doesn't really matter as much this year, but go to Chrysler and win, it's going to be tough for Wisconsin, I think. Yeah, but there's no fans, so I mean it's right. It doesn't matter. Know, it's irrelevant. That too, it doesn't matter. So every game to me is basically neutral, you know, neutral with some parents on the crowd. Um, but you're looking at, you know, at this at this juncture, I would say that um, I'm not getting ahead of myself, but I would think Michigan and, and Wisconsin are the two best teams in the in the league right now, up to now, up to now. I think it. I think Illinois is right there, but they've got some holes. Iowa can't play defense. Like, they lost to this team after up seven with 40 seconds left. You know, so it's, it's going to be interesting. I can't wait, honestly. I cannot yeah, wait. Yeah, and I think that um, obviously Michigan State struggled, but I'm not saying they're going to be the top Big Ten. Michigan's going to probably be, be top. But, I mean, I think Michigan State can be in the top five at the end. But, I mean, it's obviously mm-hmm. they got to go through a road now. But, I mean, I just think that Rutgers is kind of coming down to earth a little bit. 
Uh, Minnesota's coming down to earth a little bit. I mean, you know, Minnesota's killed Ohio State on Sunday, so yeah. it's kind of it's kind of wild, especially how Minnesota killed Michigan State and then was got beat. Not I don't know handily by Wisconsin, but I mean they kind of did, and then beat Ohio State and then got killed by Michigan. So it's kind of like every night's a different night. And I think that right now, yeah, Michigan. I just think at the end, though, I mean, it's just going to be for Michigan. It's huge as they have experienced guards, and that's going to help them down the stretch. For sure. And then Minnesota plays at Iowa, right? And then yep. they play against Michigan at home again um, on the 16th. Yeah. I just so, think that could be that could be a tough game for Michigan. That, that's going to be a tough week for Michigan next week because of Wisconsin. And Minnesota is going to have just that revenge factor kind of thing on their mind. I think Robbins will probably play a little better. I mean, he scored the first five points for Minnesota. He didn't score again. Yeah, that's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> Funny how that works, man. Yeah. Funny how that works. Oh, my goodness, man. Hey, but Travis, thank you for coming on, man. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, that was fun. Thanks. All right. Uh, let me go through the chat right quick. Sorry, I haven't really addressed it. Uh, let's see. Ronnie said, when are we going to play a good team? <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Uh, what happens when Davis gets healthy? Does Johns lose the spot? I think I think we talked about that. 476 replies on Minnesota's post now. That was 32 minutes ago. I'm going to check it right now. Minnesota, go for MBB. 555. <laughs> After I get off here, I'm just going to scroll through. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's see. Looking. Going through. Kyle said Pop Smoke is in the locker room. So that was a troll. Oh, okay. I figured as much, but I mean, it's whatever. We be hurting that Ken Palm. <laughs> How good is Mike Smith's paint touches and improvement on creation? Yes, he was he fit in so well. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. His blow buys help this it just it just opens up the offense. It's like no plays are really being ran. Like there's the initial concept, and then guys are just being a better ball player than the player in front of them. And then once you get in the paint, it's pretty much a wrap. Uh, let's see. Which day it is? Michigan at home. Six days of prep for Wisconsin. Yep. Varda was all over the place with deflected passes. Yeah, he was, and so was Isaiah for once. That was awesome. Dave Gardner coming in with the facts. <laughs> uh, Looking at Minnesota's schedule, 0-3 on the road and have been down by 20 points in the second half of every game. That same team beat Iowa at home and blasted Michigan Michigan State. So weird that they're great at home and awful on the road. Especially this year when, like, home and road doesn't really matter except the, the, uh, the travel and the scenery. Let's see. Just trying to scroll through to get some, get some questions. 
What happens when Austin Davis comes back? I think I I think I addressed that. Um, let's see. Marcus Hall is a really, really good uh, comp for Hunter. Not going to lie. It's a good comp for him. Thank you so many. What's everyone's New Year resolutions? Oh, okay, we're going. Thoughts on Patino? Uh, I'm not high on Patino. I think he's the worst coach in the league. Not sure that I'm not sure why they extended him in 2019. To to be honest, going hard at the gym. Keep going hard, man. Keep going hard. Don't stop. If if you are going to the gym and you're eating right, don't don't stop, man. Don't stop. Just think about how you feel after working out. And then how you felt when you didn't work out. Like, you don't want to open that up again and don't want to get back to that point. Because what happens is, you know, you work out, you stop working out. You have to work out twice as hard just to get back to where you were, you know. So just keep, just keep working out. Keep going. Don't stop, man. Just keep going. Did that 100 days last year. Dave, my man. Just do something every day, man. doesn't matter what it is. Just do something every day. If it's if you can't do a push-up, go on your knees and do five push-ups on your knees. You can't do a sit-up, figure it out. Do a plank or something. Just hold in a push-up position. Just do something. Do something every day, man. Every single day. Get back at it, Dave. I'm with you. Uh, and as of right now, what are your teams that you consider legit Final Four teams? What teams do you think we have a shot at getting to the second weekend in the Big Ten? Uh, anyone who makes the tournament has a, has a shot at getting to the second weekend, honestly, is one. Two, um, I really don't – I don't talk about the Final Fours uh, until I see the layout of the actual tournament. <laughs> Because the layout matters. Who you who you, who's in your way matters. It matters a lot. It matters a lot. It matters a ton. Like a couple years ago when I saw Texas Tech on our side, I wasn't a fan of that. I was not a fan of that. Was not a fan. But it's all good. A two in Gonzaga's region. Yeah, but it's not only how good a team is, because pretty much every team that makes the makes the tournament was a winner, right? It's not about winning and losing. It, it's about the matchup. Like what is the matchup? Like people know several years ago, Michigan shared the Big Ten title, but then they got Ohio in the first round. And I tweeted this is not a great matchup. And it was like a 13 versus a four seed, I believe, or 14 versus a three. And I said, this is not a, this is not a good matchup. Cause the way that the offense works, it's not good for this type of team. Was Michigan better? Yeah, they're better, but one game in a matchup. That was terrible. I said, b- before that came up, I said, no Ohio and no Lehigh. No Ohio, no Lehigh. Ohio went to the Sweet 16, beating Michigan and someone else. 
I believe. Then they lost to Carolina. And then Lehigh beat Duke. That, that was when Lehigh had uh, C.J. McCollum. Some teams just aren't good matchups. They could be better than some teams, but it's all about matchups, man. So we're at 45 minutes. Thank you guys so much for coming in. I appreciate you. Um, I'll see you guys when there's you know some uh, coaching changes. Or, I don't know, whatever happens, happens, and we'll kind of just go from there. But I appreciate you guys, per usual, for hanging out and chilling with your boy all night, and I'll talk to you all soon.